Covered in Glory is presented for the people by Caesar Sportsbook, the greatest sports betting app of all time. Download it, must be 21 years or older. doing a bit of a bonus episode here in past years we have gone ahead and taken some time off around the fa cup but not this time baby we are here to cover the oldest championship in all of soccer in all of its glory and because it's a bit of a bonus episode we are going to skip the opening at the beginning also because uh the first match tips today friday at 245 you excited about to talk about this competition brett uh you know it's usually the only competition that ever matters for Everton. So, (laughs) Uh, I mean, obviously, if you're going to pick a cup to win, it's going to be the FA Cup over the League Cup. I would think it has a little bit more prestige, especially over in England. Um, So I I will admit, while I I normally say these cups are kind of pointless, I always kind of pay attention to what Everton's doing in the FA Cup because it's about the only thing I can ever get excited about. Um, So, yeah, I think in a way I'm – it's it's interesting, Stu. We're going to talk about some teams we normally don't talk about, which is always fun. Um, so I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, no soccer is pointless when there's a point spread that has already been posted, Brent. Go ahead and put that <laughs> on my tombstone. Uh, so let's go ahead and get to the first match. We've got Chelsea versus Aston Villa, a real banger, on Friday at 2.45 p.m. All of these games are available on ESPN+, Plus, which is incredible. Go ahead and uh, subscribe if you haven't already. I'd be surprised if you haven't, given that you're listening to this podcast and they have so much great soccer action. Uh, this game is going to have Chelsea at plus 106, Aston Villa plus 225, the draw at plus 250. Chelsea minus half a goal is plus 105. Villa is minus 135. And Brett, I gotta say, after watching them smash Burrow midweek, I felt what? Is, what does he call like warmth in your heart? Like what is that thing when you, <laughs> the team that you're watching no longer makes you want to crawl back in bed and cover your eyes and wait for three or four years to pass? Uh, I I think that's what I felt because they're finally meeting expectations, and no other fan base is as happy about meeting expectations right now, except for except for maybe City. But theirs are so high, ours are also high. We are just so far from them, so to get them even approaching in the horizon felt really good. How do you think I should feel about Chelsea after watching them the last couple of weeks? Uh, well, I mean, we did we did talk about the fact that, um, you know, if you're using Sheffield United as the barometer and all these teams are worse, you always have to take some of these results with a little bit of a grain of salt. Um, but I, with that said, uh, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong here, I believe uh, this player named Ben Chilwell started. So Chelsea had oh, an, yeah. actual, an actual good fullback that was playing in this match. Um, and that's a huge thing. I mean, I think I, I think when you look at the disappointing performances over uh, of Chelsea on the balance here, you know, Reese James has been in and out of the lineup all season long. He hasn't been the player that he was in 2021. Chilwell, uh, same thing as the same injury history. They've become a different team when one of these two guys plays. Um, they're yeah. a really good team when both of these guys play. Um, and I would assume that, and you brought this point up 
when we talk about the Middlesbrough match as well, that like these cups are going to be Chelsea's season. So I have no belief that they're going to be holding back. I think, you know, Pochettino is going to try to be winning as much as possible. I think he's going to use these matches to try to find his combination of players that make sense. Um, so these matches are going to be really important to Chelsea. I think on the whole, too, their performances have been a little bit better than their results. Um, and so I, I'm actually going to take them on the money line in this match because they're playing actual fullbacks, Toby. Yeah, look, I'm not ready to say I'm not ready to say we're going to win the league, but it's not impossible, Brett, that the next time we tape, they are knocking on the door to sixth which is a far cry from where they were, and they have life fully breathed back into their Champions League hopes. And as you just mentioned, and as I've talked about previously, they are clearly prioritizing these cups. Like the side they rolled out against Middlesbrough that led to that 6-1 trumpet was like a literal full-strength 11 uh, for, for guys that weren't injured. And that's not something that you would expect for the Carabao Cup. So this is what matters to them. They desperately want to change the vibes around the club, and nothing does that faster than a trophy lift. Plus, putting winning either of these cups automatically puts them in some European competition next year, and every dollar counts. Well, almost every dollar counts. But do you know what you uh, win? If you win every single match and end up winning the Carabao Cup, do you know the total economic gain to the club? I'm not talking box office. I'm talking like actual prize money. I think it's super small. It's like 50K or something, isn't it? Or like $100,000? Yeah, the the overall winner is $100,000 or a one one thousandth of what it costs to buy Lukaku, which is appropriate given it's the same ratio of the actual cup's weight to his. So I'll contribute to the vibes here. I'm going Chelsea on the money line as well, even though Aston Villa has been the better team on balance this year. Uh, They are going to be without Dignan. He's been key for them this year. Chile is back, as you've already mentioned. Things are clicking in place. Up the Blues at plus 105. What are you liking the prop market? Uh, I'm actually going to take uh, teams to score, or I'm going to take score in both halves at plus 175. Um, I, I, that's Chelsea to score in both. Sorry, not both. Say, okay, that makes Chelsea sense. to score in both halves is plus 175. Um, I mean, they just put six on Middlesbrough. Uh, I, I mean, the fullbacks, I just can't get over this point here. The fullbacks are just so key to this team because both Chilwell and Reese James play, they're not Trent Alexander-Arnold, but they play a huge hand in chance creation and getting the ball into dangerous areas uh, with their either their passing or their ball carrying or whatever it is. And so I, I'm just kind of renewed with the fact that this team has been able to, to put up underlying numbers where they should be scoring goals. You have mentioned on Reddit boards how frustrated Chelsea fans have been with the XG totals never seeming to catch up, or the the actual goal totals never seem to catch up with the XG totals. Um, but I have faith. I, I I'm sort of a, a Villa skeptic. I feel like there's going to be some lull that comes with this team here. I also feel that because of the fact that they are going to be prioritizing the league um, because of their position in the league right now, that we may not. You mentioned Dina being out. That we may not may not get a full strength side, which means goals might be easier for Chelsea to come by. So I I kind of like that. I I would have liked that it was a little bit better if it was like plus two hundred. Um, yeah, but I'll take it at plus one seventy five. Yeah, I I like that bet. Uh, I mean, obviously, if they win in the first half or if they score in the first half, this is a cup match, right? So there's no goal differential to consider. Uh, Aston Villa has to chase, and then that leaves a lot of opportunity for Chelsea to score in the second half as well. 
Uh, so in some ways in my brain, like you're getting like great odds for Chelsea to score in the first half, right? Uh, I am going to go with Cole Palmer to score or assist plus 135. You took him to score first uh, a couple weeks ago, which is just basically shut the door on the five pint in January as soon as it opened. I love him so, so dearly, so dearly. It looks like we have like uh, maybe our answer to the Mosalaw, our answer to Kevin DeBrunia, maybe our rebirth of uh, the real boy in Hazard. Like he looks like an absolute star out there on the right cutting into the middle. He can play in the 10 spot. Uh, and so anybody with his ability, with also the penalty equity, to both unpick a defense with a pass and also finish, because I think I've only seen him take like one truly a gas uh, finish, which was in the opening match against Middlesbrough in the League Cup. Other than that, like he is so clinical around the goal, so calm and composed. And I love that he already has a signature goal celebration. I think we see that or the assist, and you're getting a plus number. This is like one of those things where I looked it up and I assumed it was going to be minus 110, and it was plus 135, and it instantly went into my bet sheet. Yeah, I mean, he has become their focal point creator. I mean, I don't know what. It's going on City. They must have a lot of faith in Oscar Bob. Um, <laughs> but, hey, uh, Chelsea's got him now, and I'm sure that, like you said, that's made you very, very happy. Yep. All right. Well, let's keep it moving here. Uh, Manchester City is our next team. They are visiting Tottenham Hotspur. This game is Friday, also at 3 p.m. Manchester City is minus 155. The Spurs are plus 350. The draw is plus 305. City minus half a goal is minus 145. The Spurs are plus 115. Now, Brett, this is clearly the prize the Spurs should actually be targeting, but knockout tournaments require discipline, and that is in short supply in their part of London at the moment. And they caught the second worst draw possible here, but the only bright spot is that City uh, is coming to them. So it helps our odds to have Tottenham uh, hosting this game, and I'm happy to lay them. So I am grateful, and I hope that the Spurs make some money in the team store, as otherwise everyone is going home empty-handed. Even the likes of Burnley played them to a statistical draw last time in the FA Cup, and let's just say in my hottest take ever, a City is better than Burnley. So let's go make some money here, and I'm adjusting this thing up. Forget about the minus 145. We want to make some real money. Let's get some plus dollars flowing. I'm taking it to a goal and a half at plus 160. Uh, you're a braver man than me because th this is one where I go back and forth on City in cups because part of me thinks that, yeah, they're going to rotate, but then they have no squad depth to rotate. Like you might get to the aforementioned Oscar Bob, you might get to Rico Lewis, you might get to uh, Nunez, but they don't really have anywhere to go at this point with squad depth. They have about like 18 senior players for the most part. Um, so I think and, the, and their night, their 19th guy would start for top. Yeah, well, I mean, I don't know if Oscar Bob would start for Tottenham, but maybe. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I just think this is one of those things where I'm always super skeptical to see how things get rotated on both sides. So I only could get to the money line at minus 145. Uh, but my prop bet is counting on one of their key guys to play because, as you have mentioned with Spurs numerous times, uh, the suicidal high line. And they're one of City's best players, especially when Highline is out, that is excellent and moving into space and, and kind of beating off side straps is Phil Foden. Um, yep. So I'm taking Phil Foden as an anytime goal scorer. That's the bet I'm actually most confident in if he plays, because I think that high line plays excellently into his, his hands. Um, he is so good at making in those runs behind, uh, especially before Holland came to the team. He was kind of the guy that stretched them vertically. Um, and, and this is just a perfect matchup for him. 
Yeah, and because of that suicidal hotline, there are two uh, bets that I really like here. One is is one that is near and dear to both of our hearts, which is the come from behind to win. So if if uh, Tottenham does somehow you know press Oscar Bob gets a turnover slips <laughs> in a goal in the first five minutes all of a sudden you're going to have eighty five minutes of City just pummeling them and you're getting plus five seventy five for City to come from behind to win which is certainly within the game script because I think they're going to win and now you're basically getting you know six to one that Tottenham scores first and then uh, in a similar vein because I just. Tottenham just will never learn. They will just keep like forging to the depth no matter what happens here. So you got to take advantage of that and adjust some numbers. So I'm taking uh, an adjusted city only uh, over at two and a half goals. So city to score at least three is also a plus number at plus 160. Yeah. I mean, uh, also the other thing is, has Oscar Bob ever been mentioned four now four times? Uh, soccer podcast i mean any soccer podcast i feel like we're breaking records here so if you have bet the over on oscar bob mentions on this podcast please go cash that ticket sure and i don't know if you were talking in a single episode or cumulative but i think it's true for both uh, <laughs> all right those were our friday games if you're listening to this and you want to get action in on either one of those we're going to take a break right now pause the show go get your action in because those things are probably kicking off uh, within you know a couple hours of you hearing this, and if you listen to it later, go check the scores and just laugh at exactly how wrong we were. We'll be right back. You know, when the conversation turns stampers, I always go with my number one as Caesars. Let's talk about them a little bit, shall we? Tickets to the game, merch, meals at iconic restaurants, stays at Caesars Palace. All this can be yours when you bet with Caesars Sportsbook. Win or lose, every bet earns rewards credits, which you can redeem across the empire. Now, if you haven't started yet, register using this code. Listen up. Omaha full. The word Omaha and the word full. And then you place your first bet up to $1,250. If you win, great. If you keep those winnings, but if you lose, you'll get your stake back as a bonus bet. 21 and over only. Offer valid and must be physically present in Arizona, Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, Iowa, Kansas, Louisiana, Massachusetts, Maryland, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, and Wyoming. New users and first $10 plus wager only. Must register with eligible promo code. Bet amount of qualifying wager. Returned only if wager is settled as a loss. Maximum bonus bet, $1,250. Bonus bet expires 14 days after receipt. Tier credits and reward credits will be added to account within seven days after qualifying wager settles see caesars.com slash promos for full terms void where prohibited know when to stop before you start gambling problem arizona call 1-800 next step colorado wyoming kansas affiliated with kansas crossing casino call 1-800-522-4700 indiana call 1-800-9 with it iowa call 1-800 bets off louisiana call 1-877-770 stop licensed through horseshoe bossier city and harris new orleans massachusetts call 1-800-327-5050 or visit gamblinghelplinema.org Michigan, call 1-800-270-7117 Illinois, Maryland, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia West Virginia, Ohio, Pennsylvania affiliated with Harris, Philadelphia If you or someone you know has a gambling problem crisis counseling and referral services can be accessed by calling 1-800-GAMBLER or West Virginia 1-800-GAMBLER.net New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI 
to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Okay, we are back and we are heading over all the way into Sunday. So the Saturday games are a little less compelling. There is a Newcastle matchup, but we decided to cover the true big six and not the team that is fleeing from that title. Uh, We're going to go with Liverpool versus Norwich Sunday at 9.30 a.m. Pool is minus 8.50. Norwich is plus 1,800. The draw is plus 6.75. Pool minus two and a half goals against championship side. Norwich is minus 105. And then Norwich on the flip side of that is minus 125. So, Brett, I think we're only asking one question here, which is like, how hard does pool go? Because like, I don't. I'm going to guess you're not taking Norwich on the money line. I'm going to guess you're not taking the Cowards way out. So now we're just talking about margin of victory. And if you want to shock the world, shock the world. They have critical – Liverpool have absolutely critical games for the title race next week with Chelsea and Arsenal back-to-back. Chelsea will be on two extra days rest from Poole, and they're keeping in cuckoo lying and wait for that match. Poole will absolutely be without Mo Salah, which is devastating, but I think it would be outright silly, given they'll be without Salah, given with uh, these matches coming up, to push Sobosly or Trent Alexander-Arnold into the starting lineup or more than a cameo in this match, given what awaits them on the horizon. Now, of course, Brett, Norwich is eighth in the championship right now, so Poole should control them, even with their youth team, if they want to roll out that squad. But still, there's no goal differential to think about in the FA Cup, and they need to be as conservative as possible to prevent any additional injuries to a quickly thinning team. So it sounds crazy, but I'm actually going to go back uh, to Norwich here, and I'm going to say they can keep it within two at minus 125. Uh, Yeah, I was worried about this as well, especially with the absence of Trent Alexander-Arnold and Salah. Um, But then when I was looking at at Norwich's numbers, they have given up 2XG to West Brom, Millwall, and Southampton. And that was all just about a month ago. (laughs) Um, So this is a very not good team. Um, Norwich has kind of played this game where they've focus more on sustainability and they haven't had a ton of ambition. Um, so I'm going all in on Liverpool. Ben Doak is, is out, uh, I think for Liverpool at this point. Um, so they don't even have some of the rotation depth that they normally do and playing some young players. They may go super young in this match, which would be worrisome. Um, but I, I'm going to kind of bet that they're going to be forced into kind of the city uh, predicament. They're going to be forced in playing some regular players here. So I'm actually going to bite on the minus two and a half line at even money. Um, and I'm going to also go all in on the pool team goals of over three and a half at plus 125. Wow. Um, just because if even six of the regular players play, I mean, like if Robin Birch plays in this match, 
and it's just a bunch of kids. He is still going to be the best player on the pitch by a mile, unless you're a huge Shane Duffy guy. Um, so I think this is just one of those things where we're, we're going to start to see in these competitions just a huge disparity between the haves and the have-nots with all the money in the Premier League and the little money that's in the Championship League. Championship, sorry. They won't be able to just compete. And, and even the second team, even a mixture of the second team and some youth is still going to be a huge leg up for the for t- clubs like Liverpool in these matches. Well, look, if you like uh, them to score four-plus goals, somebody has to score them. So I was looking at the anytime goal scorers, and I think the most obvious one is uh, Darwin Nunez at minus 125 because it's a really easy one. If he doesn't start, you get the bet scratched. And if he does start, he's had a wildly different flavor of gravy to anything Norwich has seen yeah. this year. So I think it's way better than even odds he scores. And so that looks like value, especially when you look at the – there's only one name above him, uh, Diego Jota. Did you look at the odds on anytime goal scorers? Because otherwise I would make you guess uh, I, Diego I, I did, but I don't have him on my head right now. Diego Jota would just guess what he is. If Nunez is minus 125, guess what Jota is? Minus 170. Minus 800. What the hell is that? Like, how is Diego Jota minus 800 and Nunez is minus 125? What do they know? We don't know. Interesting. <laughs> that is bizarre. They are really counting on some bad finishing, I guess, from Darwin. I don't know. <laughs> Holy smoke. I couldn't believe the disparity. It's wild. I mean, Diaz is plus 125. Gakbo is minus 120. And then Jota sits alone like he's hollowed uh, right foot and Mbappe's speed and like, I don't know, like uh, Maradona's hands and he can use them in this match legally. And they think <laughs> that all those things are rolled together in a single guy. I guess that is bonkers. I would love to talk to the people that are making those lines. I would, I need to know the logic of that. Get them on the phone. Let's figure this out. (laughs) Let's figure that one out. Well, let's also figure out what is a Newport because they are taking (laughs) on Manchester United. And this game is Sunday at 1130 a.m. I mean, this is part of the fun of doing this bonus episode. I will go ahead and venture. We will not be doing a lot of Newport in the future uh, because they are a league two side. And they are taking on United, who is minus 1750. Newport is plus 3000. The draw is plus 900. Honestly, United should be embarrassed that that number isn't even higher. United minus two and a half goals is minus 145. Newport uh, is plus 115. So to recap, Liverpool is a two and a half goal, goal favorite over a championship side that I think is what eighth right now that has been in the Premier League frequently in the last decade. And United is a two and a half point favorite. The same favorite over a team that is struggling in League Two. That is the difference between Liverpool and Manchester United right now, which is problematic. And their problems will not be solved by rest. Um, United's and like the Spurs, this is where they they should be putting their priority. But unlike the Spurs, they did not draw freaking City. They drew a team that is 14th. In League Two, Brett, I can't say that over and over again enough. And in my opinion, you have to just hold your nose and bet the badge here. Like if the Yankees were going against the Rocket City Trash Pandas in a game that helped determine if the (laughs) Yankees made the playoffs, you wouldn't first ask, wait, who plays shortstop for the Trash Pandas? You would just thank your lucky stars that somehow someone posted a line for this. They will take your action and rush through the window. United minus two and a half at 145 is the pick. 
Yeah, I looked long and hard uh, for re- for reasons to take Newport. I could not do it, uh, other than I'm a huge fan of the Bobby Newport character from Parks and Rec. Um, they, this is at Newport, so like, part of me was just like, well, maybe like they'll just have some magical thing and be able to keep it within two goals. Um, but this team is is not good, and we, we've talked about the league disparity. You're going all the way down to League Two of their 14th place right now in league two. It's not looking pretty for them. So I took, uh, I took the, uh, the United with the spread as well. I hated doing it. I didn't feel great about it, but you know what, when you're playing Newport, like you said, you just have to hold your nose and do it. Um, but I am taking, uh, the, uh, both halves on or over 1.5. No for minus two hop, uh, 200 as my prop bet. Uh, basically meaning that if they score less than two goals, which I do think this is a possibility, I do think that Newport will struggle to score. And I also think that United is United. So there is a good chance we see less than two goals in one of these halves. I don't love the juice, uh, but this is my my kind of bet that I can go against United without actually taking a spread. Yeah, what the hell? I'm going to fade United a little bit as well here because I mean that's just what we're doing. And so I'm going with both teams to score yes. At plus 125. I don't know how. And frankly, I don't know why, other than the fact that Ten Hag is destined to get fired. And we just need to continue to pile on reasons why. And leaking a goal to freaking Newport can be added to the list. So they can win 10 to 1. This bet will still cash. And you get plus number for it. Yeah. I mean, look, we got to find ways to fade United somehow. That's been, we, we fade Spurs has become fade United at this point. And so I love that we're both getting creative with ways to sort of kind of fade up, even though Newport is the team that we're having to do it with. All right. Well, Brett, let's go ahead and take our second break in this little bit shorter edition of Covered in Glory. And then, you know what? We've never done this before. Welcome to Rexham. Let's do it. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C. Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. All right, Brett, we get to cover lots of new ground here on this episode, not just Newport. We get to take on, I don't know, 
I, I mean, I don't know the answer to this. Like, are they arguably the most famous team in America? I mean, they're not quite there yet. Their their show isn't uh, taking off in the mainstream all the way to the point where I think if you pull a hundred people off the street, that the first team they would name um, and majority of them would be Wrexham. I still think it would be Madrid or Barca or United or City or whoever it might be. But they are shockingly high on the list right now, given their television presence. And so let's talk about it a little bit. They are visiting Blackburn in the FA Cup. This game is Monday at 2.30 p.m. Blackbird is minus 155. Wrexham is plus 360. So pretty heavy underdogs in this match. The draw is plus 300. Blackburn minus half a goal is minus 160. Wrexham is plus 130. So I'll let you talk a little bit more about the soccer side of these two squads. On the business side, Wrexham are freaking geniuses. Like Ryan Reynolds and Mac, what they have done here is just, it's so brilliant. I barely, uh, I barely can put words to it because the money they are making from the television show and from the documentary, not only funding the purchase, but also largely, I imagine, funds the operations of this clubs in a marginal way, way beyond their previous resources. And now they're just, you know, obviously scaling up the, uh, the, the pyramid. They're in the league two now. They're going to get to league one. And it's just like, okay, free franchise. A free franchise over in England that is on its way uh, to having a massive valuation because of its brand affinity here in America, as well as its success on the pitch. And so I love always studying in Philadelphia. I know Ryan Reynolds gets all the credit here, but let's give a shout out to my boy, Mac. If you ever want to, uh, if you have 10 minutes to kill today and you're an always sunny fan, when I was at page two, at ESPN way back in the day, the most popular story I ever wrote was the origins of Green Man, which is this crazy character on It's Always Sunny that dresses head to toe in spandex. Yeah, there you go. Brett's doing a Green Man dance right there and and terrorizes uh, tailgates, etc. That's based on a real person that Matt grew up with who actually used to do that at games. Guy's a doctor. I got to interview Mac. Um, he was a tremendous guy. He was one of the first celebrities I interviewed. Couldn't have been nicer to me. I also went to The Nightman Cometh, the live performance at the Beacon Theater in 2009. <laughs> I've got a poster sitting over here framed. It's one of my like prized office possessions. So that is to say, shout out to my guy, Mac. Ryan Reynolds is great too, but I want to make sure he gets a shine. Uh, so anyway, Brett, they are second in League Two right now. And I guess before you like, let's cover this FA Cup game, Let's really talk about them for a second. Do you think they will make it all the way to the Premier League? Will we? Will this like? Will this show on Wrexham have a Ted Lasso-esque like happy ending where they end up being competitive? And if so, how long do you think this is going to take? Uh, to answer the first question, well, actually, to go all the way back, uh, the guy that was the inspiration inspiration for Green Man being a doctor is just scaring me right now. Uh, I am definitely not going to go to any hospitals in the Philadelphia <laughs> area um, just to be safe. Uh, but yes, to answer your question, Wrexham Premier League, my immediate answer would be no. Um, I think probably after we get, they get out of League One, which whether that happens this year, I believe they're, they're second right now. Um, you know, so they're going to have a good chance to come up in the playoff or get the automatic promotion. Um, so I think League One is where we're going to start seeing some friction with this team because their financial boost from the creative and smart business that has been pumping revenue in, having some owners that are willing to put some money into the club, it's going to stop giving them a massive advantage right around the League One championship level. Um, and at that point, 
they're going to have to be a regular soccer club in the sense that they're going to, if they want to continue to input or input, have an influx of money into the club that goes beyond their net worth, they're going to have to bring on investors or they're going to have to start doing some really smart stuff like in the Brighton model. And one of the things that you you don't tune into Wrexham for, but you maybe notice in the background is they are definitely not like reading our friend Ryan O'Hanlon's book, Net Gains, and being like, how do we, you know, get around the marketplace. They're sort of relying on things like their notoriety, bringing in some guys like Ben Foster out of retirement who came and helped him for anybody that watched. Ben Foster made the huge penalty save near the end of the season to help him get promoted last year. Um, James McLean and Stephen Fletcher are on this team. So they're getting some guys with like Premier League experience at the end of their careers, you know, that would be playing for teams like Blackburn if they still could. Um, But, you know, Wrexham can kind of pick them up and they'll be pretty good, you know, part-time starters for a League Two team. Those things are going to stop being an advantage soon. And so at some point they're going to have to get a lot of money or they're going to have to get really smart. Um, and whether that's in league one or if they make it to the championship, that's going to really uh, be where the rubber meets the road for them. So I'm, I wouldn't put it past them to maybe, I mean, those guys are, are very smart, creative people. They're going to probably get to a point where they're going to have some setbacks and maybe need to listen a little bit more to other voices than they have that you've seen the documentary. Um, but for right now, I think their cap is probably going to be League One. They get to the championship, that would still be an amazing story. Um, but it's really, it's just really hard to get to the Premier League yeah. in general. Um, not to mention when you have two kind of every man owners, which, you know, in the terms of the money that uh, behind some of these teams, that is what Ryan Reynolds and, and Rob McElhaney money is. It's every man money in terms of soccer ownership. All right. Well, uh, we'll see. I mean, I, I'll be following the stories. It's so fun to watch. And it's so tremendous to to track this club as it continues to gain. How do you feel about them against Blackburn? Uh, well, it's funny because just the other day, this is another sad tale of my life. I was arguing with people, not arguing, we were debating what type of player Paul Mullen would be in the championship. Like, would he be a starting striker? Would he be off the bench? Would he never play? And we kind of got to the point where, like, we think he'd be what Neil Malpe is to a Premier Premier League team. Um, in the championship, by the way. He would be kind of a rotational guy that, like, you're not super excited to see him in there, but he, like, sort of does his job and you just end up being okay with him at the end of the day. And so... To put this in perspective, Paul Mullen has literally never played a minute above League One. Elliot Lee, one of Wrexham's other big goal scorers, has played, he's 28 years old, has played a thousand combined minutes in the championship. So this is this is kind of putting in perspective. These are Wrexham's two best players. These are Wrexham's two best goal scorers. And they have barely played at the level that Blackburn is existing at right now. I would be a lot more bullish on a team like Blackburn if they still had Barrington Diaz. Um, He's actually at Sheffield now. He went to Villarreal. It didn't work out. He got loaned to Sheffield. Um, But he was a really good striker for them in the championship last year. Um, But that said, I am still taking Blackburn on the money line just because so many of these Wrexham players that we've grown to love in the documentary and who the way that they shoot the footage make you seem like they are Pele reborn are just not that great in the grand scheme of the soccer pyramid. Yeah, and let's also be honest here. Like, Rexham's popularity uh, go ahead and skews odds, like, beyond where they should be. Like, yes. this was just generic 
uh, championship squad playing generic League Two, like league leader. Like even if they're playing the best team in League Two, it'd probably be a lot more than minus one sixty on the money line. So you can take advantage of that. But I am not doing that. I am going to go ahead and <laughs> apply my Bundesliga logic here. I'm not watching a Wrexham match and not and having money on the other side. So give me Wrexham, um, not not all the way on the money line. Give it to me on the double chance at plus one thirty. I am happier about my prop bet, though, Brad. I am going with the over here. That is where I will really find my entertainment because that's not just a little bit of uh, of uh, lumping up the field and hope. That is, there's actual some numbers behind it. Blackbird is last in the championship at goals allowed. They are last in the entire league. They leak more goals than everybody else. They're also 11th uh, goals scored. Wrexham on the other side in League Two is scoring two goals a game. And let's not remember, let's not forget, they are there literally just to make good television. So overs make very, very good television. I expect to see that on ESPN on Monday, and I will get a plus number, plus 130, at that over three and a half. Yeah, I I actually have a bet in a similar vein. I am combining the Blackburn uh, win with both teams to score at plus 190. It is is for all the reasons that you said. Blackburn is not good at keeping the ball out of the back of the net. Wrexham is third in in League Two in scoring goals. Um, they they have been in, involved. When I kind of check scores sometimes for Wrexham, they have been involved in plenty of five four four three type of matches. Um, they the these competitions for a League Two team, uh, you probably saw it when you watched the documentary, are just a huge deal. Like the chance to advance in the FA Cup, the money that comes in this competition from advancing is far better than it is from winning the League Cup. So if they got to a quarterfinal, if they got to a semifinal, it would be like a cash bonanza for a club like Wrexham. Um, So they're going to be going hard after this. They're going to be playing their best players, and they're going to be chasing this game every single minute uh, because of that and because of the weight of that. So I I like the both teams to score plus 190. It gets my Blackburn win where my head is like, yeah, this is just clearly a better team. Team. Uh, but then I get to have a little fun too because I'm rooting for goals. Yep. All right. I like that one. Maybe I'll make that one instead because that is the smarter bet. I'm betting with my heart. You're betting with your head. Your head's usually going to win, just like it's been winning the entire month of January. Your, your 2024 resolution. Holy hell. If I got to go against December bread all year long, I've got no chance. You're up 19.9 to 9.4 with the green man dance and the five pint. Uh, <laughs> So I'm not going to chase. I'm just going to keep making, you know, like good good bets here. I'm not going to go crazy. Start playing 10 to ones or anything crazy like that in order to close the gap. I'm just going to go with my what I would normally go with, with maybe a little extra flavor here, maybe one extra plus number. So give me City on the adjusted minus the goal and a half at plus 160. Give me that Nunez anytime goal scorer at minus 125. Give me the Palmer scorer assist at plus 135. The Chelsea money line at plus 106 up the Blues. And then that Blackburn Wrexham over 3.5 at plus 130. What about you, Brett? Uh, I am also t- taking the Chelsea money line as well. So I'm going to cancel out one of your bets here, which is probably good strategically. Um, I'm going to take the city money line. I'm going to take Liverpool against the spread. So I'm clearly playing conservative by just 
<laughs> betting the good teams here. Um, I am going to fade the the United match entirely, and I'm actually going to pull a second bet from the Liverpool one, which is the Liverpool team goals over 3.5 at plus 125. That's probably my riskiest bet, quote unquote, I think. Um, and then the final one is going to be that that Blackburn bet that I really like, which is Blackburn to win in both teams to score at plus 190. So those are my five for this week. I am trying to close out on and be December Brett all year, but I think this FA Cup might trip me up here, Toby. <laughs> yeah, it is a little bit of a trickier one to play, but I'm glad we played it this year. I'm glad we're talking a little more FA Cup, but I'm also uh, much happier that we will be back next week with a regular slate of Premier League action led by Liverpool and Arsenal. That'll be a banger. We'll have a whole lot to talk about because there's also a lot of games coming midweek for us to recap. So uh, say, enjoy the FA Cup. Have a fun weekend with it. We'll be back with Premier League action next week with our usual interchange of horrible advice back by expert analysis. Take care of Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.